Welcome to the American Board of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Midlenko. Our team creates each episode to help busy otolaryngologist head and neck surgeons understand the benefits of board certification. On this episode, we talk with Amar Preet, our continuing certification specialist, and Dr. Ron Coopersmith about some common questions our diplomates have about CertLink. Dr. Coopersmith is a practicing otolaryngologist head and neck surgeon in College Station, Texas. He chairs both the ABO HNS Continuing Certification Committee and the Continuing Certification Test Development Subcommittee. Amar works with our diplomates to maintain their certification. Some of you have probably spoken with her. Let's jump right in by explaining how continuing certification has changed at the ABO HNS. First question is about the MOC. In the past, uh, the ABO HNS administered the MOC, which was a high stakes pass fail exam. It was taken every 10 years to maintain certification. So how does the CertLink replace the MOC? Amar? Sure. Hi, Carla. So uh, diplomates no longer have to take the one pass or fail exam. CertLink offers a lot more flexibility, learning opportunities and incentives than the MOC. And it's all online. Diplomates can access uh, CertLink questions through their physician portal at their own convenience. And all diplomates are eligible to participate in CertLink according to the type of certificate they hold. So diplomates who were certified in 2002 or after have time limited certificates that are, and they're required to participate in CertLink to maintain their certification. Whereas diplomates certified before 2002 have non-time limited certificate and the option to participate in CertLink. I think that most diplomates have been much happier uh, participating in CertLink than they were having to take the high stakes every 10 years. Absolutely. I, I agree with that as well. Yeah, that makes sense. So to participate, I understand diplomates have to answer a series of questions online. So can you explain how that process works? So CertLink will present 10 to 15 questions each quarter online. They don't all have to be answered at once. So you can work at your own pace. Uh, you can do as many of the questions in one sitting as you want, or, and you can do it over multiple sittings. And the questions all reset, and they're not available at, at the end of the fourth quarter at the end of the year. So at that point, any new questions that are not answered would be counted as skipped questions. And each diplomate has an allowable number of skipped questions with the number based on the year that their certification expires. So this can be tracked on their diplomate dashboard within CertLink. And once the maximum number of skipped items for a diplomate is reached, no further new questions can be skipped before their certification expires. So if that happens, they would not be able to meet the participation standard of 160 new questions over the five-year period. Okay. So I think there's some confusion about the skipped questions and how many questions need to be answered by when. Amar, do you want to talk about that a little bit and maybe give an example? Yes, absolutely. So a diplomat needs to answer 160 new questions by the time their certificate is set to renew. Since more than 160 questions will be available, questions can be skipped if not open. And this is very important because once the question 
is started or a diplomat opens the question, then they have to answer the question. Only unopened questions are counted towards the skip total. Diplomats can track their number of allowable skipped questions and the number skipped to date on their CertLink dashboard. And then a great example is, so if a diplomat certificate is set to expire April, 2026, they are allowed to skip a total of 40 questions. And if someone's certificate expires in uh, 2027, then they are allowed to skip 80 questions. So it's very important for diplomats to track that total number of skip questions based on when their certificate is set to expire. One way to think about it is if you're getting 10 to 15 questions per quarter, you know, typically there are going to be 40 to 60 questions per year, and it's a five-year cycle. So there are between 200 and 300 questions that are available, and you have to answer 160 of them. So it's almost like you need to participate for four out of the five years um, in order to make sure that you hit um, participation. Is that right, yes, Amar? Yes, that you made a great point. I mean, you explained it very nicely. So, you know, it, it, they all have the five-year time, minimum five-year time. But if you see there's based on how many questions are available each year, it's only going to take a diplomat four years to complete that 160 requirement. If you miss a quarter because something happens or something comes up, you're okay because you still have, you know, three additional quarters worth of questions that you can miss and still, you know, not complete and still hit the 160 questions over the five-year period. Absolutely. And then there's email reminders along the way. Is that right, Amar? That is correct. Yes. Um, all diplomats receive email reminders on a quarterly basis once a new quarter starts and once the quarter is ending, once the questions are available. But a, a new new thing about our official CertLink as compared to when we had our pilot is we do not have quarterly deadlines. All questions are due by the end of the year, but we do send out reminders just so diplomats can stay on track with their questions because a lot of our diplomats do like to see those reminders just to stay on track as the questions become available. What should uh, diplomats expect when it comes to the questions? Sure, so the questions, there are some core questions about you know, basic knowledge that all otolaryngologists should have. One of the great parts about it is that you can really focus the questions in the area that you mostly practice in. And so if you're you know, practicing in a subspecialty, whether it's a subcertified subspecialty or just a subspecialty such as rhinology and allergy or things like that, you can get most of your questions focused in that area. There's also a general category, you know, that pulls from all the different subspecialties. And the great thing is when you answer a question, which you have about a five minute time period and it's open book, you receive immediate feedback, whether you're correct or not. And then an explanation of each answer choice and a key learning point and even references that link to more information about the knowledge being tested. So each question really provides a great learning opportunity. And it seems like diplomates from the feedback we've received really appreciate the answer. I have talked to so many diplomates on the phone and they've always told me how much they appreciate, uh, you know, the certainly the questions uh, and the, the links that we share uh, uh, because 
to learn more about those questions as compared to when we had the exam. They just had to, you know, learn about that exam, take the exam, and then go home. But this is like an ongoing learning platform. Uh, and I think it's helping our diplomates a lot more, you know, as compared to when we just had the exam as their uh, one option. Certainly also offers other incentives for diplomates. Can you briefly talk about these? Annual participation by answering at least 30 new questions gives the required part two self-assessment credit, which is needed for continuing certification. And there's also an opportunity to receive 10 category one AMA CME credits to eligible diplomates that may be awarded by the American Academy of Otolaryngology and Neck Surgery Foundation. Good to know. How do diplomates participate? So this is where our part one comes into play. So all ABHNS diplomates are automatically enrolled in CertLink after becoming certified. But diplomates who are already certified, they need to enroll during the annual enrollment period, which is our part one professional standing form. We launch part one during fall of each year. So tentatively first week of September. And at this time, they must log into their portal at our website, abohns.org, and register for their practice focus area. So do they receive notification about enrollment when that period opens? Yes. Um, the first notification goes out a week before uh, the launch period. And then I send out notifications every two weeks until the launch period ends, which is about two months. There's so much more to CertLink and continuing certification we can talk about. So let's discuss that in future podcasts. But before we wrap up today, can you revisit some of the key points that we've mentioned? Absolutely. Thanks, Carla. For all diplomates certified in 2002 or later, CertLink is required to maintain certification. Though participation is voluntary for diplomates certified prior to 2001, I would encourage all to participate. I have a time unlimited certificate and I have been participating since the beginning of the CertLink pilot. And it's really a great way to keep current uh, and, and learn what is really important in our specialty and to stay current is really important for our patients. Unlike the maintenance of certification, you know, high stakes exam, CertLink offers knowledge in the form of key learning points and reference links to help keep physicians current and up to date within our specialty and within the subspecialties. And all you really need to do is answer 160 new questions by the time your certificate is set to renew. And if, you're, if you don't have a time uh, limited certificate, it's still really worthwhile to participate. And since there are more than 160 questions that will be available over the five-year period for diplomates, it's okay if you don't answer every question or, or if you need to take a break. And then the great part is that the questions are available online 24-7 through the ABOHNS website, and enrollment is automatic when you're certified. Thank you. Uh, Amar, how can diplomates learn more about CertLink? Sure, absolutely. So, uh, please visit the ABOHNS website at abohns.org. Log into your physician portal and search uh, CertLink FAQs. You can also email me at ap at abohns.org. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Dr. Cooper Smith and Amar. I really appreciate your time and this great information. Thank you, Carla. This is this is really great, and I really hope our diplomates can use this podcast. Um,
for any questions they have and reach out to me for any other questions that we didn't answer in this podcast. Thanks, Carla. And thanks, Amar. Appreciate all the hard work you do on behalf of the board and our diplomates. You can learn more about CertLink on the American Board of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery website at abohns.org. Log into your physician portal and search CertLink FAQs. Thanks for listening. Thank you.